and welcome to Gank, Gank That, that Drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. This is season one, episode four, Hook and Bugs. Of course, in every episode of Gank That Drink, we assign ourselves each two drinking game rules and we play along with two episodes of the resplendent and unstoppable <laughs> television show Supernatural. I feel like I always throw you off with the adjectives that you I You definitely do because I never in. read that part beforehand. I kind of <laughs> skim that. So it's always a surprise and I like it that way. Yeah. After we watch and play, we will discuss both episodes while most definitely tipsy and we will evaluate the rules we played in our quest to curate for you, gentle listener, the perfect Supernatural Season 1 drinking game. I am Nate McWhorter. And I am Chrissy Lenz. And tonight we're watching Hookman, first aired October 25th, 2005, and Bugs, my least favorite Supernatural episode ever, which first aired November 8th, 2005. Spoiler alert, we are going to be discussing the episodes in their entirety, and certainly in no fit state to avoid spoilers, so be prepared to hear all of the grisly details of something you've had more than 12 years to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, it's time to choose the rules. Okay, what rules are you going to be playing tonight, Nate? All right, uh, my first rule, I do not know who contributed this one. This might be one of our newer ones, but it says Sam and Dean dig. So I'm assuming every time they dig, just take a drink. Take a drink. Probably like a big drink. A big drink. Yeah. Like if we were doing shots, if you're doing shots, I think that would be a shot. Okay. But we're not doing shots, so it would be a drink. Yeah, just like a healthy Healthy swallow. Glug. (laughs) What is your first rule? My first rule is X-Files nod. Finish your drink. I feel like you made that one up. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like finish your drink is going to, I can already tell you that's not going to happen. It's one of those uh, might happen in an episode, might not kind of rules. So it's basically like a... Yeah, if you if it if it occurs, go ahead and and it's worth the big drink. And if not, then uh, you skated by. That might be one of the ones you play like episode to episode, not mm-hmm. like for a single episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second one uh, is one that I believe I wrote as well, and it says, "Man tears finish drink." Oh so, my goodness! If any man tears occur, then I will be finishing my drink. Oh my god! And what is your second rule? Second rule, uh, Sammy shamed for going to Stanford. So is that is that you made that one? I believe I did. We have three that I made drawn. I know. That always happens. Okay, so basically any time Dean or mentions Yeah, they mention I'm going to Stanford or there's always kind of like, especially early on, a lot of guilt and, and stuff thrown around for, for abandoning the family. Yeah. Okay, so, and that's just a drink? Yep, just a drink. Okay. Um... Oh, and we are both uh, still going to be playing the Sammy role and the Kripke Easter egg role. Yes. And did we want to draw like a third rule for us both to play by? Yeah. All right. The third rule that we would both be playing by is the trunk. The boys open the trunk one drink. Okay. That'll be solid for both of us yeah, to, for to sure. abide by. Uh, so tonight we actually have you have come up with a signature cocktail yes so what are we drinking tonight well tonight it is what for our purposes we are going to call a dean and sammy mm-hmm. which is basically a dark and stormy and uh, i suggest that adding a little bit of lime and a little bit of mint to your dark and stormies 
Uh, it always adds a little nice little flavor to it. So that's that's kind of the drink I came up with for, for our episode tonight. Okay, awesome. Um, and I wanted to mention, too, a fun fact that I learned, and, and you may already know this, and our, our gentle listeners may already know this, uh, but it ties in nicely with our X-Files drinking game rule, uh, which is that today I learned um, that perhaps one of the reasons for all of the similarities is that one of the uh, most significant director of Supernatural episodes was also one of the uh, most prolific director of X-Files episodes. Oh. Kim Mathers uh, directed a lot of episodes of both shows. There we go. Yeah. Awesome. Well. So that's a fun fact for you. Makes a lot of sense. And of course, I love X-Files. Yep. So. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go watch Hookman and Bugs and we're going to see you on the other side. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> we are back. All right. So we're starting with Hookman. Um, I'll summarize Hookman. So basically, they just dive real hard into urban legend territory. And it starts out with the young lady being encouraged by her college roomie to tart it up, I guess, and, and go on a date with a cool... Frat bro. Frat bro, yes. And he slips a finger under the strap of her sexy gown and, of course, immediately gets murdered by a ghost with a hook and hung upside down so that his fingers are, like, scraping the roof of the car. As the legend goes, um, Sam and Dean roll up. But first we see them hanging out at a coffee shop, like an outdoor, like, coffee yeah, cafe. Chilling. Yeah. There. And I like I like the idea of thinking of Sam and Dean like they're sitting in their cheesy motel and they're like, you know what? I need some air. Can we? I saw a cute little cafe. Can we just check it out? Yeah, and just, <laughs> that would be yeah, Sam. Sam would cafe. be like, I saw a cute little cafe. How is he using the internet though? If it's two thousand five, how is he using the internet at an outdoor cafe? Did we have Wi Fi? <laughs> I don't Maybe even know. Maybe he plugged into the Ethernet at the hotel and downloaded his files that he needed and then took it to the internet or maybe non-internet cafe it wasn't an internet and there, even, this is like they're always in like small midwestern towns so mm -hmm. in, in 2005 like maybe no. now there would be internet cafes in there'd those be small wi-fi towns. there'd be wi-fi but not in 2005 help us out people was yeah. there wi-fi at outdoor cafes in 2005 if you live near Akerney, iowa mm -hmm. please let us know if that's even a real place yeah um so sam and dean roll up into town the young lady in question, Lori, is a preacher's daughter, and then she comes home and finds and doesn't turn on the light and then goes to bed and wakes up the next morning and her roommate has been gutted. And there's the sign that says, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? So would it be better to find your roommate gutted than I during the night when you first get home or like sleep or in the next morning. to her and then wake up and yeah. probably better the night before like with the knowledge that you've yeah. been sleeping next to your dead best friend at least friend. you got a night's sleep i guess because i mean you gotta keep in mind this is just after her first date had been murdered mm -hmm. she had an argument with her father mm -hmm. about something about probably being in college or something like that then decides that she's going to be at the sorority house for another night and her roomie, her roomie gets, gets killed. I feel like they're mixing up the legend, though. Like, I don't remember that part of the Hookman legend. Like, I remember that being 
that aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? I don't remember that as being part of the hook, man. I remember that as just being like another scary stories to tell in the dark yeah. type thing. Um, so then Sam and Dean, uh, particularly Sam, gets close to the girl and they figure out that there's all these preacher deaths preacher-related deaths, and they link it back to someone in the 1800s by looking through two file boxes Yes, of all the crimes. A woman drops two moderately-sized boxes, file boxes, and says, Uh this is all the arrest records dating back to 1851. What? So. And they're all in pretty good shape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we really. Excellent mint condition. We go through it once a year and and just keep them nice. Um, We find out about the hook man. They salt and burn the bones. Did they ever really say why he was on, like, murderous rampage? Yeah, he was killing people who were immoral. So it's all a big slut-shamey mess. He was, when he was The alive, hook man, the yeah, hook was man. killing people who was immoral, and then his spirit was... Right. And then he was sort of, like, coming back as a spirit and haunting, like, preachers and killing other people who were immoral. Oh, so he's just all about morality and killing. Okay, but he he's seems a, to focus. He's a big on... fan of all the immoral. He like he thinks all, everything immoral needs to be punished except murder, which is cool. Right? Yeah, it's cool with him stabbing people with a hook. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But so, but then the motivation for killing, like, why does he just follow this preacher's daughter? They say it, like leeches it latches onto her. I think they. Mm-hmm. Well, in the end, it's because she has the necklace. That's right. Yeah. So it just okay follows whoever had the necklace. Yeah. So the for two hundred so years. Sammy or Dean salts and burns the bones, which I think this is the first time we see them salt and burn yeah, the bones. I believe so. Or maybe they do in Bloody Mary. I don't know. Um, and then we learn a lot in Hookman about rock salt. Yes. They sort of introduce the concept of the rock salt in the shotgun shells, um, salting and burning the bones. They also mention the smell of ozone or what have you. Yeah, the smell of ozone, which I guess is the first time I ever heard them say that or like paid attention to them saying that. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know ozone was a... I always get sulfur. Yeah. I always hear sulfur, but no, I never heard ozone Ozone before. is weird. Um, Sammy gets close to the young woman, and they smooch a little bit. As total strangers. Yep. Hookman. We're going to talk about that. Hookman comes for her dad, who's having an affair, and then Hookman comes for her after she, like, feels guilty for causing all this trouble. Um, They're melting all the silver because the hook has been melted down, and then come to realize it's her necklace, so they, at the very last second, burn the necklace and Hookman disappears. Which, I will say, when Sammy is outside and he's making out with her, and they're talking, and he knows that Dean is up in the church melting silver mm-hmm. he doesn't notice the necklace around her and it's pretty obviously silver and isn't like hey by the way where'd you get that where'd you get that he doesn't notice it like you'd think <laughs> you know if he's a hunter he's a fairly perceptive person we don't we don't see that i guess not I but you know like i don't know there's a lot of stuff in this episode that's just like what so like this young lady is a preacher's daughter so you and especially like her father is very moral and things need to be right and proper and religious and pure. You'd think that she would be like on stranger danger, high alert 
But, like, she's smooching Sammy, and she just met him. And she's not at all weirded out that, like, he has appeared at all of the scenes of the murder. The, the police aren't also, like, equally unfazed that these two very handsome men keep showing up at all the murder scenes. They, the, the police in this episode are not great at all. Mm-mm. They, I mean, I'm, I know it ends up being not the case, but several or uh, two murdered bodies mm-hmm. and the same girl is at both scenes and they were gruesomely murdered. It's not like one had a heart attack, you know, and, and then, yeah. and then her friend gets murdered. No, 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 no. She, she is at the scene of two gruesome bloody murders and they're like, okay, you can just go with your father. We'll question you later. Yeah. Just... Yeah. If she was a dude, she would be behind bars yeah. right now. Yeah. So I guess using the female privilege. I guess. Whatever that means. I don't know. I don't know. But like, but also the police are not like, who, who do you point the finger at first? Um, the two fucking drifters who just rolled into town and have been at every crime scene. And are super weird just questioning everything. Like, we're new students. We're new. F-. And, like, the frat bros don't even check on them. Nope. To see if they actually are. Because they say, we're your fraternity brothers from Ohio. They don't ever be like, Mm-mm. hey, we called over to Ohio. They never heard of you. They, they don't know who you are. Also, you're way too old. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of really bad choices. But even for her, like, she... You know, everybody just loves Sammy's puppy dog eyes or whatever, but she shouldn't be smooching on a dude that she's only known for two days, who is is literally stalking her and sitting outside her house with a gun. And she comes down so casually. Hey, I saw you Saw you from the window. I was upstairs and I saw you. Notice you've been following me for a couple of days while my friends and family are getting murdered and attacked. You have anything to do with that? You want to smooch? I don't get it. But she also, she establishes that she's kind of... Uh, wanting to get out of the goody good girl kind of thing in the very first scene when mm-hmm. all her friend has to do is hand her one outfit for her to be like, oh, you're right. I am dressing far too conservatively. Mm-hmm. Let me put on this much more scantily fitting outfit and go on this date. It's like peer pressured, didn't mm-hmm. even really think about it. She just went ahead and did it. So she's trying to say yes, yes to Im- immorality. She's saying yes to the dress. Yes. Yeah, but, like, she even jokes to Sammy when she comes down, like, I saw you from upstairs. Don't worry, I already called the cops. And they laugh, and it's like, no, you should call yeah, the cops. always call the cops if a weird stranger who, you know, for Sitting two days outside is your stalking door. you. Call the cops. And also your friends are being murdered. You should call the cops. Yeah. Um, I also, like, I really enjoyed having just a, a momentary, like, imagining of this of this preacher who lost his hand in some kind of accident um, going and having that hook. This scary, sharp, deadly. It's not like the Captain like, Hook hook where it's like, no. where it's like, oh, it just fit on the end of his nub and and he could you know swipe it about. No, it's gigantic. It's yeah. serrated. It's sharp as hell. So I like just imagine him like going to you know whoever would create those things in the eighteen hundreds and being like, hello, you know, I've recently lost my hand and I would like a I would like a hook. I would like the scare, really scare. I've drawn a few things. I've drawn up a few things. I have some sketches. I would like a really scary, like really irresponsible, dangerous hook. See, this is where now I want to see the sequel to this episode, where they're like, oh, 
the prototype that he first made survived. Oh yeah. And there's there's uh-huh. like the the first draft, the rough draft of the hook is still still counts. Yeah. Well, I'm picturing the blacksmith being like, "Oh, I've made hooks for people before." Yeah, yeah. Like, but you want reasonable, you want functional. No, no. No. I want a big, scary, serrated, oversized, murdery. I want it to be if there's a fly on me, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. That's the kind mm-hmm. of hook I want. Well, I just made a gold hand for a guy recently. It was really, it was heavy, but you know, he seems happy with it. He's doing doing fine. Yeah. No, Learn, thank you. I learned, would... learned to fight left-handed. I'd like the murder hook, please. Yeah. yeah so that's the, uh, uh, the, and it was interesting. I, I enjoyed it. So would you say this episode is skippable? No, no. I think you need to watch Hookman. I'd agree. Um, it's a good one. You learn about the rock salt. They really sort of hold your hand and walk you through a lot of their tools of their trade. Yeah. Um, which I always think is great because later in later episodes, we just take all that for granted. I also really enjoyed imagining because I spent a lot of time in libraries in this episode. And I, I would just like to see a little cut scene of them like applying for the library card. What is the And maybe having to wait that? 24 hours. What is the name on that on that library card? Oh, that would be a... Uh... Be Hamill and Ford. The name yeah. used all the time. <laughs> Hamill and Ford. Mm-hmm. They get um, some pop culture. But I do everywhere. think we should make a drinking game rule about whenever the police are terrible. Oh, just bad. Yeah, just bad police. I also had an idea that someone should make a supernatural escape room. Yes, I think that would be fun. Yeah, you have to make different choices, and mm-hmm. and everyone's in on it together, and you if have you to escape the room, lose, you get murdered by hooks or, or bugs or bugs Ugh. uh well real quick before we get on to bugs uh how do you feel about Hookman as a bad guy as a villain i didn't think he's that scary like he never talks he just sort of appears i didn't think he was that scary now is the original I thought, I thought bloody mary was scarier yeah well because you summon bloody mary yeah i guess the Hookman, you never know when he's you, just you gotta, summon like, with your shame yeah he, you he, just hope he's that you're a shame being moral summon. Just hope that you're moral. Yeah. And that you never feel bad about anything. Yeah. He's a slut-shamey ghost. Yeah, he did not like... Beware slut-shamey ghosts. But I I guess he only also attacked people who were possessing his silver and or part of the clergy? Well, no, no, no. Like, she was... I guess the, the necklace had been handed down. And so whoever had it had the power to summon... Because as soon as she got anywhere with her dad, she so- it killed her dad. It like attacked but the her dad. History of and then she this... felt bad about herself. It attacked her. Right. And the, but the history of this particular go- of uh, Hookman was that it was attacking. They kept saying they kept attacking all these reverends and reverence people. So it seemed like it only went after people. No, no, no. It was attacking the immoral people, and the reverends were getting arrested. Oh, that's right. It was framing the reverends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't okay. think it was intentionally framing them. Like, they were just getting busted for the crimes because who else could have done it? That's where I was getting confused because I thought he had a, like, a, a, was against the reverends. No, no. I thought he like, was, like, he framing. was attacking oh. people that the reverends deemed immoral. Gotcha. Yeah. Which then happened to be the reverend in the end. In the end, yeah. Because he was cheating on it, right? Cheating no, on didn't God? Have, I don't know. Cheating on God? How does he have a daughter? I, no, because he's not... Catholic priests are the right. only ones who aren't allowed to but get But she busy. was upset that he was with a married woman? Yeah. So I'm assuming... Because so, ne- she was never, married. Right, but we never met the mom in this scenario. No, she's like a Disney mom. She just never existed. <laughs> just phantom mom. Yeah. Um. What? So I I say it's a must watch. Yeah, I'd say think? watch it. I'd okay. say it's a good one to watch. Um. What would you... Do you have any Hookman lessons learned? Um. 
Yes, I have a couple hookman lessons learned. I can't really choose one. My first one, don't ever take a first date under a bridge, especially a creepy bridge. Just mm-hmm. don't ever do that. And this At the beginning of the date. Very this was beginning. not after yeah. the party. This was before yeah. the party. It was not a thanks for the great time at the party. Do you want to go to make out bridge mm-hmm. and make out? It was, hey, instead of going to the party... I've decided to skip right to this part. Right to the date rape. On the first date. Yeah. And the hookman stops the date rape. He does a good job. Yeah. He's a good hookman. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. Uh, and then my another one of mine is always mark an unmarked grave. Yeah. They, keep they talking say his about... grave is unmarked, but it quite literally has his identifying symbol, which he carves into the wall. That's not unmarked. Like, fucking look up what unmarked means. Yeah. They never, I mean, maybe in the 1800s they're like... This is the artist formerly known as, as Hookman. <laughs> we can't just put nothing on it, guys. We just put a symbol that was also on his hook. I've got to keep our stone cutters in business. Yeah. And then my third my third lesson learned is always watch the cute girl's house. Because mm-hmm. that was something that uh, Dean says because he ends up digging out the grave. Yeah. I would say my Hookman lesson learned would just be like, be sex positive. Yeah. And no Hookman will kill you. It's okay. We all have well, urges. <laughs> just relax and just chillax. That's the that's the lesson. Don't don't be ashamed. The hook man gets too caught up in other people's you're hu- business. You're human, yeah. He's, he's really a nosy neighbor. He's a bad gossiper. Yeah. He's down at the beauty salon all the time. Yeah. Getting he's, his. He got long hair. He looks yeah. like the Undertaker a little bit. I don't know what that is. Wrestling Undertaker. No, I don't no, know. Okay. What that is. All right. Uh, so let's move on to bugs. bugs. I will go ahead and. Summarize bugs. Fucking hate this episode. So you hate this episode, and it is literally a a, a copy of an X Files. I think it mashes a couple X Files episodes together. Actually, I I don't know because there is so okay. We'll start out. It starts with this construction company, mm-hmm. and they and and the head guy foreman whatever gets caught underneath a tree uh, and killed by a bunch of bugs, which is literally out of an X Files episode. You're thinking of the one where they get caught up on the mountain and they get cocooned by the bugs. Darkness Falls? No, I'm thinking of the one with the end, the bug like researcher out in like Ice? the middle of nowhere. And it's a worm? There's a lot of bug episodes of X-Files. Because <laughs> they have the whole bee theme, too, in X-Files. Yeah, yeah the, whole the bees bee, are a the thing. Bee, the bees the whole time. But I think there's there's an episode where he goes out and and it's a really campy episode where uh, Scully doesn't believe anything he's you know doing and she she thinks he's full of it so he goes out by himself and then he ends up calling her and he's like this because it's like the sexy bug lady that Mulder is like falling in love with but that's a different episode than the one where the construction worker gets taken and falls down and but falls I, down. I'm pretty sure there's also an X Files episode where there's like Native Americans walking around killing people. oh definitely. Okay, so... There's several of those episodes. Help us out, internet. There's nine seasons of that show. They definitely reused some ideas. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yes, help us out with that. The, the, so this episode had a lot of uh, homages to X-Files, and as we pointed out, had a, had a director in common. Mm-hmm. Kim Mathers. Kim Manners. So... Matt Manners. Manners. Mathers? I think it was Manners. Um, so, like, in one of the reboot episodes recently, like, Mulder is sitting drinking beer in his back is he's leaning on a grave and it's kim managed grave it's like an homage yeah uh so anyway bug starts out you have that guy gets eaten by Mm -hmm. the the tree and the beetles 
go <laughs> and explode his brain. It's so gross. Uh, we then cut to Sam and Dean come to town. They pretend to be looking for a house because this is the new development in mm-hmm. Oasis Plains, Oklahoma. Which some of the names they make up for some of these towns is pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, and also lazy. Because you can't be an oasis and also be a plane. Although, judging by the forest we see in this episode, it must have been an oasis because it's a forest that would not match the actual landscape of Oklahoma. Well, I wouldn't know, Nate. There's too many, too trees? many uh, deciduous trees. Too many types of trees that I don't think are native to Oklahoma. Anyway. Looking way too much into the fact they film it in Canada. Madagascar hissing cockroaches are not like what lives under the ground. True. Uh, So the boys come to town. They they realize this development. Something weird is going on because this is now the third death in the last week around this around this development. Mm -hmm. Uh, The head of the development, uh, his son, uh, who they meet at a party or at an open house barbecue, is a creepy bug kid. Creepy bug kid. Who, of course, in all these episodes, the kids are always like the key to everything. So uh, we get that. Uh, We get the bug kid. And then it turns out that this development is being built on top of uh, not an Indian burial ground, but where an Indian settlement used to be. Mm -hmm. An Indian curse. Yes, an Indian curse. Native Native American. Native American curse. I get so used to I guess I used to the the poltergeist nomenclature on this subject, so we do have a little bit of poltergeist in here, obviously mm-hmm, as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have the Native American burial ground, and uh, they burn the bones that they find. No, they, no, they take don't. them to the professor, right, and the, prof- the professor leaves them to the wise old Native American, who tells them that it's a six day curse. Right. On the sol- solstice, and they're on the sixth day after the spring. You know when the yeah when the sun and moon share the sky for equal or at the same time, something like that, uh, which is the spring equinox. And then they have six days. They're on the sixth day, and everyone's supposed to die. Uh, any white man, they very specifically mm-hmm. says, any white man uh, trying to set up on this land is going to die. So as the family is you know there on the sixth night. We see the giant swarm of bugs and other things start coming in. Uh, they try to barricade themselves in the house. Dean has an endless supply of uh, uh, bug spray in a can that seems to never run out as he uses it to flame away all the bugs. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't that, don't you think that would negate the you know, fact spray. that it is bug spray? Because you're essentially vaporizing the bug spray. Right, you're vaporizing right. the chemicals yeah. in order to make them fire. Wouldn't it be better to just spray the bug spray? I would think so, but maybe he felt like they wouldn't be strong enough. Maybe these are cursed bugs that are immune to human They're repellent. definitely cursed bugs. Yeah, so uh, eventually... Man, I don't even really remember how they defeat all the bugs. And they, oh, no, the, they sun, just, the, the sun, sun comes, comes up. up. That's right. Gandalf, In spite of them, when Gandalf they arrive, they say, when they arrive, they're like, it's 12 a.m. We got to make it to sunrise. And then the sun comes up like 12 minutes later. Yes. Really quickly. I think Gandalf rode down the hill and yeah. made it seem like it was the sunrise. Yeah. That's what happened. No. So, yeah, the sun comes up and all is well. They never really, like, I mean, they just basically say, we're closing up shop. We're not going to build here anymore. And he's like, I'm going to make sure no one else builds here. And now I love my son all of a sudden, even though I was ashamed of him moments before. Yeah, and he even admits, like, isn't it weird that I love my son more than money? 
is basically his statement at the mm-hmm. end. Like, this was the worst financial disaster in my career, and somehow it doesn't matter. Because like, I hate my son less now. Yeah. Ugh. So, um, but they also... <laughs> so, I I had... Here was my little, like, flight of fancy during this episode, is I just wanted to picture all the bugs, like, hanging out in the woods, having their, like, St. Crispin's Day, like, they're organizing, and they're like, all right, termites. You're going to chew holes in the roof. Bees, I want you right behind them. I want you ready to go. Flying things, you're wave two. All right, crawling things, we're coming up through the drains. Uh, I want I want cockroaches coming up through the yard. I like. I want to see their like battle strategy, like bugs in the woods with like a little Game of Thrones style thing with like yes, they got the map, the map, and <laughs> they're moving stones, the pieces around. Yeah, stones and pieces, and and then they're just like having their St. Crispin's Day moment. Like remember. Well, when Sam and Dean took the bones, I'm I'm assuming there had to have been more bones laying around because mm-hmm. that's where all the all of the bugs were gathering at the spot where the bones were. And that was their that was what they were doing. They were having yeah. their strategy meeting with the they, ghosts of the Native Americans. The bugs like, wait, no, bring those back. Hey, wait, that's where we were getting our instructions. Bring those bones back. They were telling us what to do. <laughs> the, bones, the bones are our directive. We don't know, man. And then and then, well, they didn't follow the bones. They just still curse the family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, the bugs chewed through the phone oh. lines. Oh, and chewed the through power the phone lines. lines. They open a flue. The bugs are smart. They had to have had meetings on all of this. Yeah. Someone's in charge. Yeah. There is a Cersei Lannister bug who's like... We need to find that bug and elect them now. Yeah. (laughs) That's a real leader. It was a real, real leader. That bug was on top of shit. Uh, We also had a weird shower death in this one, too. And a steam shower. I hated it so much. What the fuck is a steam shower? I don't know. It was just a shower that made steam like all showers do. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just that's just something you can start putting when you're selling a house now. Steam shower. Steam shower. We've if got you a steam turn shower. it hot enough. Oh my god. Everything is a steam shower. All right, so uh, lesson learned for bugs. Um encourage your weird creepy bug kid because he's going to become a scientist and make you lots of money. Yeah. Don't stifle education and kids curiosity. Yeah. Be- and also listen to them. Yeah. Be cool to your weird science kid. Yeah. Because you never know when he's going to unleash a tarantula at your party. Well, Also, like, didn't you think that, like, his bug knowledge was going to somehow help them? Like, he'd be like, well, that's a Madagascar hissing cockroach. And as we all know, they can't stand mustard or something like that. Quick, load this mustard into the shotgun. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I felt like his knowledge was going to save them. I feel like they don't utilize side characters well enough early on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely... You need to skip this. Oh, skip this completely. Skip it and let's pretend just as a collective group that it doesn't exist. It's very boring. All right. So let's talk about how our drinking game rules. Also kind of boring this evening. Yeah. Like we didn't. And I was surprised really about how it all turned out. So X-Files nod, finish the drink. I just I just finished my drink when for the whole Bugs episode because yeah. it's all a it's all a thing. Um, man tears didn't happen at all. No man tears in these episodes. So we're going to have to carry that one forward. Yeah. That one that one's going to come a little later on when we get more into dad and mom and everything. Yeah. Uh, Sam and Dean dig happened twice. Yeah. I feel like that's about right. Once an episode. Yeah. And, and we were really liberal with dig on the second one and bugs because we were like, oh, he touched those worms and it made a whole count. That's a dig. 
the boys open the trunk. Happened twice. Once an episode. Once an episode. And then the big hit this this evening was Sammy gets shamed for going to college. That happened six times. A little surprised. I know I wrote it, but I'm a little surprised it happened that much. I also sort of was keeping track of some of the other rules we played in the past. So uh, outdated tech happened a bunch of these. Uh, someone died, obviously. That's going to be yeah. a, a tier one rule. Um, and illegal shit happened so much. That one probably the mo- is Including the most. Including them like breaking into an active crime scene while the cops are in the room. In each episode. Stepping on evidence. Stepping in blood spatters. Yes. yes. And luckily in each one, they like... Man, I think in both of them, they go through like a second story window and manage to find the correct room each time. Like they just knew which room this was going, everything was going down in. A lot of happenstance. Although they, they definitely don't seem like they're very good at sneaking. But Sam is so tall that like he barely needs a boost from Dean to like reach a second story window. Yeah, he just kind of like hopped that on his own. Uh, how did you enjoy your Dean and Sammy? It was your good. dark and stormy. It was so nice. Good. Yeah. So spicy. Yes, I like the spice of the dark rum and the ginger beer mm-hmm. together. It's nice. I definitely recommend it if when you play the supernatural drinking game. Oh yeah. All right. Is there anything we forgot? I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, well. Next up on Gank That Drink, join us again. We'll be watching Home and Asylum. I I feel like in my memory, those are two classics. Home is, I believe, their homage to Home from... X-Files. X-Files, which is the scariest. No, no, you're thinking of The Benders. Oh, is that The Benders? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, But Asylum is a real classic. But it looks like we might be getting into more mythos mm. episodes can't wait up. and of course we're going to be playing all new drinking game rules so be sure to join us do you have a suggestion for a drinking game or, or a drinking game rule maybe a suggested cocktail did you play along and want to let us know how it went comment on the blog at mostexcellentpod.com or join and comment on our most excellent facebook group as always, you can find out more on mostexcellentpod.com. And if you are in the Phoenix area, you can find Chrissy and myself at the National Comedy Theater. For tickets, go to nctphoenix.com. That's N as in Nate, <laughs> C as in can't Crate. wait for next week, <laughs> and T as in Tate. Tate. <laughs> uh, and thanks for listening. I had a really good time with these episodes. Yes, do remember... When you're ganking that drink, always gank and drank responsibly. And remember, stay sex positive and encourage your weird bug kid. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you're out there in the world saving people and hunting things, keep the most excellent pod.com motto in mind. Be excellent to each other and party, party on, on, dudes. dudes. <laughs>